0: We are the Bride Radio, as the voice of the true Bride of Christ.
1: WATV Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you.
0: Well, good afternoon and welcome to my presentation of Noahide Laws in Education. My name is Lynn Taylor. I'm also called the Common Core Diva, and you can find my blog at CommonCoreDiva.com, and I urge you after this presentation, if you need to get in touch with me, I'll have several ways that you can. I just wanted to give you a brief background as to why I am qualified to speak to you on this particular subject. My background in education research started uh, about 2008-2009, so it's been about 11 years or so. Um, I was very concerned about the global push that had already reached public education and had set its sights on homeschooling. And as a member of the homeschooling community, I was very, very concerned. So it was as a result of that particular uh Mission, if you will, where my eyes have been opened to several things that we have seen in America and elsewhere where education has been used as a bully pulpit for all kinds of agenda, and sadly, it's been attached to these Noahide laws. Now, if you're not sure what the Noahide laws are, we will be getting into those in just a bit. But I just wanted to give you some background into who I am. Now, what follows has been my research and findings on the Noahide Laws in education. Now, much of this information might be a bit unsettling to you, but we must, as Christians and Americans, take up our battle against the evils which seek to destroy our faith, our families, and numb our senses into total and utter compliance. Okay, so if you're a follower of Christ, this might be a bit uncomfortable for you. If you're not following Christ, this information is in no way judgmental, but we need to be armed because Christians are not. We all have children we love, families we want to protect, and we all enjoy freedom and liberty, which under the Noahide laws, regardless of whether they're in education or in every aspect of our lives, seek to uh, harm us. So I present all this evidence in the light of how the Common Core state standards, which are very much alive, are not about your children's education or their aspirations or where they even have been purposed by God to go in life, but what the government wants. And these are tied to the Noahide laws as well. The Common Core machine, as I call it, has a long history of overreaching into education, and it's on a fast-paced track, especially under Noahide and in the name of COVID, to usurp our families. Families entirely. So I wanted you to know that there are nefarious ways our government is to overtaking and using education as that springboard for what we are seeing happen. So, where did the Noahide Laws invade education? Well, I'm sad to say that outside the United States, it was prior to 1978, but in 1978, here in America, we know that President Jimmy Carter, on April the 18th, signed an Education Day Proclamation. And that particular proclamation basically sums up that education should not be limited to the acquisition of knowledge and preparation for careers. Well, education was never supposed to be about careers anyway. It was supposed to be about arming you with knowledge, all right, to make a better living. So we're seeing this play out in modern day times under our current administration with aligning education for nothing but job preparation for supposed economies benefit. Now, this proclamation went on to say that because you are educated for a career and a job you'll have a better living as an individual but also to benefit the society that's where that greater global good comes in that we're seeing pop up so much now it also goes on to say that the educational system must provide character with emphasis on moral and ethical values now friends i'm here to tell you that is totally totally not only unconstitutional, it's against federal law, it's also against God, because the building of your character was supposed to come from the Bible, from your family, from your parents, not some educational system that takes illegally based federal funds. Because if you will look, Article 10 of our Constitution in no way said that education was part of their jurisdiction. We also have federal laws like uh U.S., uh, what is it? It's U.S. Code 20, Section 123A, that prohibits the federal government from any sort of direction or plan or funding of education. And most people don't think of it that way. They only think, well, you know, it says it can't have any direction. Well, direction includes funding. But yet we're seeing tons of money being poured into all this sort of thing to help mold. Supposed morals and ethics, but if you look at the way they're being shaped, they're not under God's word, they're under the Noahide uh, way of life. Education must put greater emphasis on the promotion of fundamental human rights and obligations to justice and morality. Now, again, this is not under God's justice and God's morality as our founding documents and our founding fathers built this nation upon, but again, the Noahide laws. So who was Rebbe Shearson? He was part of the Lubavitch movement, which seeks to use the Noahide laws to do nothing but destroy, kill, and rule. We know that President Carter signed this particular proclamation, but it was President Bush the First who signed this proclamation into public law, and you can find that as Public Law 102-14. Now, on April 3rd of this year, 2020, President Trump also issued a national proclamation using the exact words of this public law, which do nothing but prop up the Noahide system. Now, many of the religious ideas that Schneerson had under uh, the Lubavitch movement, you can also find in the Communist Manifesto because education under this particular kind of framework was used as nothing but a case system that we're seeing reintroduced into um, society only this time it's in America and it's because of the workforce, common core, career tech education, the STEM education, all leading to apprenticeships, to fast-tracking kids into careers. And again, this is not just for public school students. This is for every student, because under the Every Student Succeeds Act, which was signed into law, unconstitutional as it may be, was signed into law in 2015 under President Obama. And in that particular law, on education. On page 17 it says that all education must be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out by the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. Now that particular act had been signed in 2014 and basically what this is saying and what people are understanding about it are two different things. What people understand about the Every Student Succeeds Act is first of all it's meant just for public students, public school students. It's just for K through 12 education. What the language actually says, and what my research has shown is that anytime our government uses words like all or every, they mean every person, not just public school students, not just K-12 through students. By embedding the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, you just involved adult education, you involve those who are outside public school as they enter into the education system, or even the job market. So this is one of those nefarious moves. We also know, due to research, that Every Student Succeeds at used the fact that character education must come from the government But again, not based on Bible, no, on Noahide. Now, one of the things about this particular public law that I wanted to bring up for you, and this is from the 1991 version. It has been updated um, a little bit here and there along the way until 2020. And I'm sure that, you know, it will continue to be updated in some way. And it says here, that they're paying t- that the United States government and we the people are paying tribute to a great spiritual leader such as Rebbe Schneerson. Well, Rebbe Schneerson has been dead for quite a while, but in certain Lubavitch movements and pockets, he is still revered as a man-made Messiah or Savior, if you will, totally mocking our real and true Savior, Jesus Christ. The proclamation, which was turned into a public law, this 102-14, used education and giving, if you will, to return our education system to the world. Now, a lot of people thought that meant, oh, we're we're, we're going back to the Bible. This is a great thing. No, by using the words we're returning education and charity to the world, meant no, we're going back to the secular-based. Man-made principles that were in the Noahide laws, which are not based on any bit of scripture whatsoever. And so any, any contrived moral or ethical value to these laws, and there are seven of them. Are, are absolutely smacking in the face of what we know to be the Ten Commandments. Now, on the surface, these seven particular laws look like, okay, not a big deal. It's only when you get into researching them that you find these are based on the Talmud or the Kabbah. They are not from the Old Testament. They were never found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. They were never found in any Hebrew text. And that's because they were based on Pharisees who had an agenda to undermine Jesus Christ and the church that we know today. And we have presidents who are still among us who have supported this particular shift. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the United Nations is anti-God. And they have adopted the Noahide laws as lock, stock, and barrel, the way for the global morality and the greater common good and the collectivism that comes with the United Nations, mainly through the Sustainable Development Goals, which are also being foisted upon us through a Noahide filter to, again, control, destroy, and to rule us. And one of the things that I have for you on this particular slideshow, you you should be able to see it. It's the actual document where it says that the United Nations united with the seven Noahide laws. And of course, everyone was on board with this. Now... This was dated 2013, and this is one of the things that people think, oh, well, you know what? The president has gotten us out of the United Nations. He's gotten us out of the Paris Agreement. He's gotten this, that, and the other. No, if you look at a lot of the research that most people do not want to look at, we are still very much involved in the United Nations. Some funding was cut. Yes, our names were removed from the Paris Agreement, but if you look at how the administration uh present and previous, have embraced the climate change fallacy, the global warming fallacy, and are putting millions and billions of dollars and and many federal agencies in cahoots with this, you will see that this is again trying to take over and put science as God, not God as God. And this is one of the things that is so dangerous about these Noahide laws is because it makes it that God is not God, in fact, there are several ways that you can get to God. We know Scripture tells us there is one way. We also know the Noahide laws tell us that, you know, yeah, the first one says you need to be able to worship God and know God. But it's not G-O-D. It's not even capital G-O-D. It's G hyphen D. And depending on which side of the the Noahide uh scale, if you will, that you're on is to which God you can worship. Because we as Christians have a lot at stake over this. We assume because this particular Noahide law says worship God that, hey, we're okay. We're protected. No, what this is meaning is that whoever is in control, whoever is dictating who God is, that's who we are to worship, and if we are not worshiping that particular God, we literally will lose our lives. But I'm getting a little off track here. Uh, what I wanted to get back to as far as the United Nations adopting the Noahide Law is because it's part of the One World Movement, the One World Government, the New World Order, if you will, because this happened at a conference that was titled One People, One World. If you look at some of the uh, more present uh, UN presentations you will see the world we want is their carrying theme this is in education especially well the world we want is not based off God's plan for the world it's not even based on the teachings that we are to take care of the world or the widows or the orphans it's based off Noahide law that accepts that there is no God who made creation, it's all science and therefore science is God. So did you know that Rabbi Schneerson had an organization that was put into being? It's called the uh, Noahide, oh, let I think it's the Institute for Noahide Code. And this is where you will be able to see that God as our creator and our father, Capital G O D has been replaced with the G hyphen D. So we're supposed to know God, respect God, respect life, respect marriage, property, animals, and justice. Now, again, that doesn't sound so bad, but you have to look at what is behind that. Now, under this particular organization, which is still going very strong and still working with the United Nations to bring about nothing but Noahide jurisdiction and uh, legal framework, and policies, um, I was able to find a wonderful nine-part series by a wonderfully historical, biblical-based doctor. His name is Dr. Stephen Pigeon, and that's P-I-D-G-E-O-N, and he has this nine-set uh, video series out. takes about an hour to watch all of them, which I did and got several notes on Noah Hyde Law that you may know or you may not know. You can find every one of those on um YouTube. I also have an interview that I did that um, every link has been embedded, so I can make sure that you get that. But episode three is the one that you really want to watch uh, since this is based on education, and that particular episode three deals with Noahide in education as well. And he gets into greater detail about how dangerous this is in education, and he also explains how Noahide law. Um, And we really should not even call it law. It should be more like principle or mandate or something. But anyway, it's how Noahide attacks all the names of God that we have been taught down through our Christian heritage that mean the different faces of God, like, you know, healer, doctor, provider, um, that sort of thing. So you, you really want to look at that. Now, the Lubavitch movement that the Noah is based out of ties back to the Vatican, which is in the Catholic Church. So we know that the Catholic Church is also very much a United Nations supporter. And again, this is not just about education. This is not just about public school education. This is about anyone who's living and breathing in America, whether you're in public school, homeschool, charter school, private school, higher education, whether you're even graduated with a degree and out in the working world, because these Noahide laws use education as the basis to manipulate your social and emotional learning or your attitudes, values, and beliefs. And those reshaped to fit this unified, universal morality that we're seeing pop up that's, you know, anything goes and, you know, who needs the Bible or its morals? We'll just chuck them out the window. Uh, This is attacking every aspect of your life. All right, let's move on. So how is it hidden in education? Noahide is absolutely woven into the sustainable development goals because these teach nothing but We don't need a creator. We never did. Uh, You know, we're, we're our own God. We're our own master. And our earth is up to us to protect. It's up to us to go to the point of we're sacrificing people to protect the world. But let's look at what Scripture says. Scripture says that God provides for us and that we would never run out of things like water. We would never run out of things like air. We would never run out of any of the things that He created because He is our provider and took care of every one of our needs, which He does unto this day. He did charge us with being good caretakers. All right, so a lady named Barrett, and I do not know how you say her last name, but I will spell it for you. It's K-J-O-S. She has done a phenomenal job of tracing the global roots of Common Core, and you can find her work over at trailblazer.net, I believe. She's got a wonderful little booklet. It's um, a little booklet that has to do with the globalness of Common Core, And you'll see a globe in the middle and lots of hands around it. It's like $1.95 for the booklet. But she has traced out the 100-year progressive trail to where we are today that uses education, again, as that bully pulpit. Now, one of the things that comes through uh, the Noahide, that comes through Common Core, that comes through the science, technology, engineering, and math, which is a United Nations tool to... uh, manipulate American education for the greater common good and I will tell you about that in just a moment. It says environmental education will become formal education. Now not how to read, how to think, how to spell, how to add, no environmental education. Now any value or attitude held by anyone globally that stands independent to that of the United Nations definitions of sustainable education must change. So whether we like it or not, we have to adjust our Christian view, our God view of the world to meet an ungodly organization for sustainability. Current attitudes are totally unacceptable. This is why it was important back in Carter's day to put this Noahide mess into education because it has advanced, advanced the agenda for this kind of thinking. Education will be belief and spiritually based as defined by the global collective. Let me say that again. Education will be belief and spiritually based, defined by the global collective. Not your Bible, not your Savior, not your Creator. The global collective. And the global collective is sold out to the Noahide Laws environmental education will be integrated into every subject, not just science. And if you've seen some of the things that are coming through the public school system, if you're seeing some of the things that are being put in museums and libraries, this is very much so, okay? In this particular work that Ms. Uh, Ms. Barrett has put together, she shows you that Bill Gates has signed an agreement with UNESCO, the education arm of the United Nations, back in 2004 to make a one-world curriculum with this kind of agenda attached to it. We also know that Bill Gates is tied into the Common Core machine very much so to take over education, to use it as a manipulator, to reshape values, attitudes, and beliefs. Now, Gates is by far and away not the only one who is in on this, but he has the most money and has done the most damage. We also know that UNESCO can be tied to Lucia's trust, and Lucia's trust was... Um, given to us as a demonic, occultic, satanic tool of Alice Bailey. And if you look at the roots for United Nations, you will find Alice Bailey and Lucius Trust are there. Now they came up with an organization called the World Goodwill, which sounds like it is absolutely phenomenal and could be the most Christian based thing you've ever seen. And nothing could be further from the truth. How are we seeing Noahide Law come out in education today? Well, in New York State, there is a movement called the Moment of Silence, and it is totally based on the Lubavitch Sneerson platform of the Noahide Law. And these particular um, people who are buying into this are targeting schools, youth groups, community groups, and anyone they can, mainly uh, young students, to use this as a moment to meditate, not on God Almighty, but on themselves and how great their power within them is. Now, this may not sound so bad, but when you consider the fact that many of those who are in any kind of group that these people are targeting, they're fair game because this particular program does not promote the need for a savior. It does not promote that we are broken and need salvation. It promotes that self is God, self is almighty, self is is powerful. Now, if you're like me, maybe you remember we had prayer, we had Bible, and that was in the public school system, but it was attacked and it was deemed uh, that it was wrong. But as I have traveled down this Common Core Machine trail, I've seen self-focused yoga used in classrooms of all ages in all educational access i've seen how noahide intellect has reshaped the morals in education especially when it comes to things like sexuality if you look at the united nations their guide on comprehensive sexuality education is absolutely horrible but this is what is being shoved at our children in public schools through doctor's offices, through all kinds of community reaches. Because again, this shift is not just about public school. It is about America. So this comprehensive sexuality is based not on godliness and what God uh, lays out in the Bible as, as needed for good sex or how we are supposed to honor marriage. It is openly embracing Satanism. Because the United Nations STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, and math, and I told you we would get to this, this was used as a tool, a marketing tool that was foisted from the United Nations to the National Science Foundation as a tool to market that we needed STEM education for STEM people. So you had STEM education for STEM people, for a STEM job, for a STEM STEM economy, for a STEM job market for the greater global good. And part of what is in STEM, you will find the sexuality standards. And so if you look at the United Nations Comprehensive Sexuality Program, you will see how it marries into this particular STEM. And it absolutely points to the world as The Creator, not that God made you fearfully and wonderfully, this Satanism, even uses STEM in their after-school Satan clubs, which were brought about as a constitutional right that they exercised under our current legal system to be able to go in and have their after-school clubs be present wherever there was a Christian after-school club. So if you needed any sort of marker that this is an open attack on God Almighty and the Christian faith. There you have it. Now, these after-school Satan clubs tell you that they are open to Christians. They're open to homeschoolers. They are open to anyone because they're not going to talk about how bad Satan is. They're going to tell you Satan's a good guy. They're going to tell you that Satan would want you to have fun. And so, this is how they're using the STEM education. So, this You can find this particular information on my blog. It's an article that I did back in August of this year. Okay, let's move on. So, we said we'd get to the Noahide Laws. So, exactly what are they? Well, which of the laws are constitutional? Is it the Mosaic Laws that our nation was founded upon and our founding fathers totally uh, supported? Or is it the Noahide Laws that are constitutional? Well, let's find this out. Our Mosaic laws were Mosaic and then Christian Gentile. Now, the Mosaic laws were written by the Lord God to the Jewish nation as recorded in the Old Testament. And they were based on the curse of the Almighty given to show that we are guilty and in need of Him. And the world has seen laws supersede this. It condemns the old man, the old fallen creation, whereas the Christian Gentile law comes in and these were given to people by God in the New Testament. So God didn't write them, but he used people to write them for him. And these are also based on the New Testament. These are based on God's grace for repentance and the perfect love that he has for us. The government of the entire world will rest on the shoulders of Christ. We find this in Isaiah 6, excuse me, 9-6. And the church will be able to come in and help guide the new man in Christ, the new woman in Christ, the new creation, and Jesus as our Savior. Now, these are what our U.S. government founding documents are by our founding fathers were based upon and you can still find evidence of all these in the original documents to shape our nation and this is what went on to help shape not only our declaration of independence our bill of rights the magna carta but also our u.s constitution now let's flip over to the noahide laws now these are a creation of corrupt minds who were seeking power The law for the New World Order was written by occultists of the New World Order based on concepts of elitists who glorify man as God. The New World Order will merge with the seven Noahide laws, which it already has. Glorifies man as being divine and man as God. Now, the seven particular laws that are being featured, they were written by the Babylonian Talmud. They're based on the lie, they are based on false concept, and they are based on humanistic, which is very anti-God, anti-family, anti-faith. And the Antichrist system will use these particular laws for just a season. Now, this is what the United Nations and associated groups and movements like the, um, the uh schneerson Lubovich movement have adopted as their own platform, and they've even embedded these in not only our government, but in those sustainable development goals. So from an article, and interview that I did that was titled Forget Sharia, the U.S. Shift on Sons of Liberty, it was detailing uh, some more about the Noahide laws in education, and so I will be sure that you have that access as well. But I wanted to point out to you a few things from that particular article. As I've said previously, these are based off corrupt Pharisee mandates for power and control. These are not to be confused with the Ten Commandments. Okay, these also fully embraced by the these are also fully embraced by the United Nations, as I've said repeatedly, embedded in the Sustainable Development Goals. Um, But we also have not only STEM, the science, technology, engineering, and math, where they're showing up, but we have new movements based off of STEM. One is called STREAM, and you can find this particularly in the Catholic church schools or private schools, and it's called STREAM, and it stands for Science, Technology, Reading, Writing, Engineering, Arts, and Math, and then STEAM. STEAM is Science, Technology, Engineering, the Arts, and Math. And then you can also find these in IB schools, magnet schools, because all of these are tied in one way or another to the uh, United Nations. Now, why I bring up this particular kind of thing is because, again, if you're still thinking that you're somehow immune to the Noahide laws in education, I'm here to tell you, no, you're not, because Even our churches are embracing this globalism. And how do I know that? I have seen churches. I have evidence on my blog of churches using STEM, stream, STEAM, IB, global curriculum for vacation Bible schools. So now we're seeing our church marry up with this as well. So this is a real warning call, especially uh, for those who want to see their family and faith and freedom preserved. As I've stated previously, this sets up a case system that we've never seen in America before, but we've seen in other regimes as well, Um, where you can find the Hide laws in the Communist Manifesto. Look no further than Karl Marx, for he was a Jew himself. Only he was one of these Jews in this particular global mindset. And you look at what he did to Russia and what he did to the people and how he used it to belittle them and to control them. Um, I've given you a link to that particular information. Look especially for chapters 11 and 12. Okay, so from Dr. Pidgeon's particular presentation, and I urge you to look that up. He will explain to you the symbolism that you're seeing on this particular slide, and I can tell you it is nothing but ungodliness. It really, really is, and I, I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to hear it yourself because so many times, so many people ask me, you know, Well, what have you found? Well, what I try to do is not only tell you where you can find it, but I invite you to go look for yourself because I would be doing you no service if I'm telling you what to think. I want you to go see what you think, because you are the one who is responsible to God for your walk. I am responsible for my walk. So I point you to where to look. I really don't want to tell you what to think because then I'm no better than the mainstream media. But yes, in that particular series, he will tell you the symbolism behind the um, eye that you see there. And it is tied with the new world order. It's also tied with all kinds of ungodliness as well. This just basically points out the entire verbiage of that public law that um, President, put, uh, President Bush put into being that uh, we are seeing still supported even in 2020. Um, it will go on and tell you that Congress recognizes the historical tradition of ethical values and principles which are based on the civilized society in which our nation was founded. Ladies and gentlemen, we were not founded on Noahide law. We were founded on a Bible. We were founded on Christian principles. So this right out of the gate is totally wrong. Okay. Whereas the ethical values and principles have been the bedrock of society since the dawn of civilization when they were known as the seven Noahide laws. Again, We did not have Noahide laws since the dawn of civilization. We did not have them at creation. We didn't even have them at the time the Ten Commandments were written on the, the stone and given to Moses. These were corrupt attacks by Pharisees after all that. So that's not the dawn of civilization. Whereas without these ethical values and principles, the edifice of civilization stands in serious peril of returning to chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, these Noahide laws, these Noahide principles will do nothing but breed more chaos. We're not returning to anything. Yes, we're in serious peril. And yes, we need to not be silent anymore. We need to take a stand against these because it is these very things that is creating the chaos and the peril. Whereas society is profoundly concerned with the recent weakening of these principles, what principles? There are no godly principles in these. Every one of them points to destruction, murder, and, and loss of freedom. If you're not getting the tone of this particular public law that is still honored today in 2020, then I really need you to go back and read the entire thing because it is full of lies. It is full of setting us up for nothing but ruin if we continue to go on honoring these sorts of things, okay? Now, let's shift gears just a little bit. These particular laws, if you will, especially under the UN system, say that they are about nothing but peace, so they want to bring up a culture of peace. Well, in 2018, the Institute for the Noahide Code met with several groups, one of which was the United Nations, and then also um, a council that was very concerned about the Sustainable Development Goals. And they were purposing this particular conference to use education as a peace-building mission, if you will. Well, if you look at the Sustainable Development Goals, quality education for all, which is code for, you know, global manipulation of education for all, is Sustainable Development Goal number four, peace is Sustainable Development Goal number 16. So if you absolutely doubt that education is being used by the United Nations, even if you're not in the public school system as a another way to manipulate you, you're dead wrong. Now, on this same particular uh, website entry, it will tell you that the United Nations headquarters faces the Isaiah wall inscribed across from the building. The quote from the prophet prophet Isaiah was chosen as a founding motto for the world's foremost, um, foremost mission for international peace. Now, the UN is rooted not in biblical principle, but occultism, secular humanism, which dishonors God altogether. Now, I wanted to point out that that particular wall is across the street. That particular wall also states Isaiah two four. Now, what we need to understand is that also on the grounds of the United Nations is a gift from Russia, uh, supposedly depicting this plowshare b- biblical reference. It's a gift from Russia. Well, here we are on American soil with a gift from Russia, which is, you know, not supposedly so bad. But if you look at the agenda behind it, if you look at the way we are shifting our entire government into Communistic, socialistic, Marxism, fascism, you know, uh, alignment that was very much founded in Russia and other places like that, you will see it's suspect. Now, in conclusion, our Noahide law as basis for our nation is really wrong. It dishonors our God and his, and his principles that our nation was founded upon. The Noahide law in education is breeding militant minded United Nations social justice thinkers not bringing up free-thinking American people. The Noahide Laws seek to mock Jesus Christ as well as the Holy Bible. In education, you will find the Noahide Laws in social-emotional learning, which attaches to your attitudes, values, and beliefs, the comprehensive sexuality education, and since U.S. Code 20, Section 123A prohibits our federal government from all intrusions and overreaches into education, this should be getting our attention. Noahide has been implanted, but it's illegally present. Remember, Noahide in education started with President Carter and has been endorsed by every president since. And let me tell you how, okay? George H.W. Bush gave a speech where he declared we were in a new world order. Clinton's Goals 2000 made it possible to marry education to workforce prep. Bush II's No Child Left Behind totally ruined education as we knew it. Obama's signing of the Every Student Succeeds Act and the STEM Act also brought about workforce preparation social-emotional learning, manipulation, and many more things. The apprenticeships that President Trump champions, the school choice fallacies that were wiped out by page 17, we're saying all education had to be aligned to the same thing, are being purported by this um, President Trump. These also marry up with everything that goes with the United Nations. So remember, this is anti-God, anti-family, anti-faith. And whose side are you on?
2: Treehouse Publishers Presents Author and White House Correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books as she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries. Her books are about the Bride of Christ preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, Exposes the One World Religion Agenda Dr. June Exposes the New World Order and Satanic Agenda This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment. Where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American God books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be Equipped for the War Ahead, or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you.